Welcome back to the Untitled Podcast. It's your boy Justin. Hey, hold up, hold up, hold up. It's your boy, it's your boy Jalon. But listen, yo, you gotta be a little more hype because this is episode 10. So you're gonna have to do that. Do it again. Do it again. Oh damn. All right. Okie dokie. All right. Welcome back to the Untitled Podcast. It's your boy Justin. It's Jalon. It's Tony. And this is this is episode 10. Let's Can we get a round get of applause? Let's, Let's go. Let's go. Yes, sir. This is a monumental milestone, 10 episodes in. And with that being said, Jalan, take us away. Man, we're going to change it up a little bit this time. Usually we start with music. We're still going to start with the music, but our main focus are relationships, okay? So I'm going to bring y'all back to like, I think this song came out like 2004. I don't know. I don't know the math. But... Y'all think about a song called Beyonce Irreplaceable, right? Do y'all remember that music video? Yeah, actually. Okay, I, so do you yeah. do you remember what she was doing in the music video? I think she was kicking somebody out of her house, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> yeah. Okay, can carry on, continue, continue. I want you, uh, I want you to tell, tell the listeners. <laughs> Yo, the video <laughs> is kind of vague in my mind, but okay. um, uh, I believe she was kicking some guy out of her house, man, and all I remember was how beautiful she looked in the sun rays in the uh, <laughs> in the house. That's all I remember. But she was just kicking someone out, man, because the point of the video was she could find another one. <laughs> I mean, that's all I got. <laughs> okay, well, no, that's cool. You you had it right. But basically, with everything is going on, I know you heard about the Danny Lay and and ba- the baby situation. But for this video, you were right. She basically was kicking the guy out of the house. It seemed like he came in. She had the boxes packed. He said, to the left, to the left, straight kicking him out to the point where he's leaving. He had a jacket on. She's taking the jacket off of him before he's leaving. So I just wanted to know, did y'all ever have experience of getting kicked out? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> uh, who, Tony, what, hey, who, who going first? You know what? <laughs> This is therapeutic, so I'll go first. Why not? Okay. Um, okay. Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 seriously. I, I actually have experienced a situation where I was kicked out. It was crazy, man. My gym bag and all. I was like, what the, what the, what the? <laughs> but um, yeah, uh, luckily I, I, I was kicked out and I never went back. So <laughs> okay. I kept Dang. my work, but yeah, you know. Wow. Okay. Bro, how did you feel? Like, you know, just mm. how did that make you feel? Did you did you see this coming or was it one of those unexpected things? You know, I'm trying to, you know, calm down as I'm sipping on this tea, man. Cause <laughs> it's this chamomile, man. You know, this is a, a trigger alert for other people out there. You know what I'm saying? This is triggering for me. So I can understand how you may feel by listening to this. But, um, <clears throat> actually no i i had a revelation when i was kicked out i was more so happy i was actually uh smiling and laughing yo because i knew that everything was gonna be okay like literally so it was a great thing for me to be kicked kicked out man actually for sure okay 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 well i ain't never been kicked out um uh, i've done some kicking out but different circumstances not necessarily relationship more so other things that eh, don't really fit the context of this conversation nah so so let me go into mine 
I I wasn't living with the female, but y'all know I was dating somebody that lived, you know, three hours away. So, you know, I visited her, like I think it was a Friday. We got a little, not an argument, but like a disagreement. So to the point where I'm sitting there like, you know, she's like doing the silent treatment to me for like hours. And I'm like, yo, I drove all the way up here. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how you want to act? And then she said, I think it's best for you to leave. <laughs> <laughs> hey, all we can do is laugh about it now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. All, I, yeah, all I can do is laugh, but I'm just saying like in that situation, that's acceptable. But I live three hours away. You know what I'm saying? So like if my sister didn't live, you know, close, I would have to drive three hours back home, but we could change it to the other side. If that was in a different this situation, she came to visit me. I kicked her out. Now she got to drive three hours. Now I'm a dog. Oh no, 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 no. I'm an equal opportunity uh, kicker outer. So I feel like everything, everything is fair game. Like everything is fair game. I've kicked um, ladies out for less. Uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't see why that's, that's anything is wrong with that. I'm just saying the three hour drive is kind of kind of wild. Yeah, but you got to protect your uh, peace though. Like Fact. In, in any in any situation, if somebody's disrupting your peace and creating a toxic environment, and you like you want them to leave, they should have thought about that before you know that that started happening. You feel me? <laughs> like you, you up shit's creek already. Like get a hotel, you know, go sleep in the car. But I want you out. No, no, no. I, I agree with you. It, it makes, I feel like it should be equal, but like for this discussion, we're talking about right now, we're going to go into the baby and uh, what's her name? Danny Lay. So basically she's in a house with a, I guess a three month role and he's kicking her out. So everybody's looking at him as the bad guy, but they're not knowing the whole situation. So a, a lot of times when people are in a relationship, they're spending a bunch of time together. You know, they had a great time. They had the bad times, but nobody knows what's in between all of this to get him to the point to say, hey, I'm about to kick you out. Because a lot of times in my situations, is you tell these girls all your personal information, all your past, all your traumas, and now now when it's time to have an argument, they want to bring it back up, up on you at the last minute. Mm. Yeah, well, you know, that's just the nature of the beast, bro. <laughs> my thing is like from, I mean, speaking for myself, like, yeah, if you are 100% vulnerable at first, Man, women gonna use that shit, put it in a damn purse or whatever the hell they they carry or clutch or whatever, and then they make sure that they <laughs> deposit that bitch later on <laughs> in life when they actually need to. You know what I'm saying? So like, I mean, of course, from trial and error, like I've I've learned to hey make sure you keep ten percent, <laughs> keep ten percent yourself, bro, because. <laughs> They won't ever know that ten percent. Never, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. So, I, I have a, I got a complete different thought process to this because I feel like I ain't gonna lie to you. And pre, like when you're young and you in situations, I realize like people come in and you don't necessarily realize like trigger points or how toxic like that person is or you are. So like when you are becoming vulnerable in a situation and somebody gets hurt like unintentionally or intentionally whatever but they get hurt they, they want to try to hurt you back in return so like it's in a lot of those situations like i can tell when i've been in like uberly dysfunctional relationships or we throwing those low blows back in the back at each other it's like it was a toxic relationship 
versus when you're in a good relationship with somebody that you know you actually have a connection with when y'all argue you're not necessarily throwing low blows and i think that that's 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 the big difference like Trust me, I'd have been, I'd have threw a lot of low blows, but like that, that shit really unnecessary because like you hurt and you're just trying to like <laughs> hurt somebody back in return. I agree, but I just feel like a lot of times the low blows are acceptable for women, but they're not acceptable for men. You know, I, I want to bring up a little more music. If you think about um, Keisha Cole, the song "I Should Have Cheated," I don't know if y'all remember that video. Yeah, I remember yeah. the video. I know the song. Okay, so so pretty much in that video, I guess the guy cheated on her or whatever, and then pretty much her response is, instead of just leaving him, she decides to burn up his car keys, smash up his phone, and everybody's like, oh, that's that's cool, he should have cheated on you, but why don't you just leave, you know? And I want to bring up another song before y'all start talking. Uh, think about um, Jasmine Sullivan, um, Bust the Windows Out Your Car. Like, you know, so he cheated yeah. on you, but instead yeah. of, like, taking the high road... I'm going to bust these rentals out your car. Cause she even said it in the song. It didn't make her feel any better, but I mean, it didn't make her, it, it didn't mend her broken heart, but she felt better about it. And like, that's acceptable. But if a guy gets mad, he busts the windows of the car. He's going to jail. Oh, that's, that's absolute yeah, facts. He's going to jail. <laughs> get that bail money. baby. get that bail money. <laughs> he's going to jail. <laughs> yeah, all right. Ain't no offense and about it. He might as well sit in the curb, bro. He exactly. Run, but you're getting caught. Yeah. But, you but, but, but what do y'all think about it? Like, why is everything a woman could do is acceptable and they could be emotional, but a guy, let's say a guy has his heart broken, he can't be emotional. Only thing he could do is man up, be a man. Mm. So I, I must say, in, in my opinion, the reason I think this is, I think culturally what's happened, like, <sighs> in terms of relationships in the world, it's very, like, male-dominated, Right. So even as far as like women dealing with abusive relationships and stuff like that, I'm not just saying that men don't deal with physical abuse, but you definitely, you know, hear the domestic violence and shit like that, where it's at the hands of a, of a man. So I feel like culturally what's happened is when, when women are done wrong, they act back in, in a way that kind of gets a man's attention because we've been told to, hold our feelings and not necessarily kind of give those responses. So the one thing that typically men have always cared about are their material things, their cars, their shoes, their clothes. So if you don't care about how I'm feeling while things are going on, I'm going to hit you where it hurts because you've hurt me and you didn't care about my feelings, which you can't put a, a numerical value on a person's emotions, but on a pair of shoes, you can go replace it on the car. You got insurance for that. So, like, in my head, that's kind of how thing. It doesn't necessarily make it right, but I can understand, especially hurt people hurt people. So, you don't know how to process, like, what's went on, and especially when you got songs like, I bust the windows out your car, I guarantee it's a lot of niggas that have got their windows bust by a young lady who was playing that Jazz and Sullivan song. And that was fueling her fire. That's real. Like, man, this is a this is a real this is a real topic, yo. Like, I got I got to take a deep breath when I'm thinking about this, man, because like, there is a double standard, yes, and and there's a lot of fabrication when it comes to this as well. Um, but I believe that there is a paradigm shift 
in masculinity. And I think the point that you were speaking of, Justin, is like men was focused on materialistic things, but now the shift consists of a lot of men focusing on their internal assets, you know what I'm saying? And like, like real assets, like not, you know, anything that's just going to dissolve over time, like real stuff like stocks and, and, and other investment accounts and um, ownership type items, you know, homes and businesses like that right there. If you want to like really, especially within today's time, if a woman really want to like do some, do some damage, mess up a man's assets straight up it like we don't we sell don't my know. bitcoin <laughs> right like we don't know what type of man that person will be after he reacts so i mean i believe there is a double standard but i think that there's a lot of men out here that are now thinking and that's why we got we still have songs that represent the reaction of a woman scorn or whatever mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but now we got men like the baby who is known for knocking niggas out and shooting niggas in walmart yo yep. <laughs> that is in the bread that, out. right that kept his composure kept his composure the whole time and, and just called the cops something as simple as that he used his head and said you know what <laughs> i gotta take it easy <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it, yo. <laughs> oh my god! I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was in me, yo. I had to get oh, that boy. out. Oh boy! But Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but you, but you do have a point there, because like, like I was saying, you don't know what she did to get him to the point of saying, "I'm gonna kick you out." Because every the, the main line is like, "How are you gonna kick out your baby mama and your child?" That probably wasn't even a conversation. She probably did something crazy and be like, all right, you got to get out. And then she's like, yo, I'm not leaving out my kid. And then after a while, it keeps going, keeps going. You know what? Both of y'all get out. But it's like, that's not going to be known. Only thing is known is that, hey, he's kicking out his baby mama and got doing all this stuff. But behind the scenes, you don't know what she did. Because they even had a clip of like him saying something. She was about to hit him. Like she, yeah. she was literally about to hit him. Like you can see she's about to get ready to yeah. hit him, but she's on video. Right. So you don't know what that relationship is behind closed doors. Exactly. Well, the, the court of public opinion typically uh, favors like women in situations and stuff like that, and especially like in the era of like Me Too, where it's before it's like you know you're innocent until proven guilty. What a lot of stuff like you know as of late, if let's say a young lady says this, nobody takes the time to figure out like what's factually happened. You know, it's like well she said this and that's it. So in a case like the baby, I've been in situations where, you know, I've been physically accosted by, you Uh-oh. know, a, a, a young lady, you know. Oh, let's, let's, take, let's take this podcast to the next level. <laughs> so like, you know, back, back in the day in college, like I got into, you know, a physical altercation with, uh, you know, a partner at the time. And like for me, the whole time while that situation was going through, I had to be composed because I knew even though. Like, I was being attacked if I would have, you know, responded physically, like, I would have been deemed as the bad guy, you know. Yeah. So I had to, you know, hold my composure, you know, eat them licks, 
you know, hit him with a body hug, you feel me? And like kind of prevent that because I knew I'm very aware. I'm a black man in America. If she say, hey, I had to put one hand on the cuff me, you feel me? I'm going, I'm going in, I'm going downtown and that's it. So I understand for a person like the baby, hey, pull up the camera. I can show you better than I can tell you. Because once you own, you know, a video, I have I have my defense. You feel me? Because he, the baby, let's be honest, too. Like, the baby has been in legal trouble with different things. So if you're going to take, uh, most cops are going to take, well, he's a rapper. You know, he's killed somebody in Walmart. If she said he did this, who are they going to believe? Of course. They're going to believe they're going to be heard. Exactly. That's the point. And then... I mean, I think Dana Lee, she is a beautiful woman, but she did post a picture of some dry ass macaroni and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) How the fuck you have the nerve to do that? And then, I mean, she had a whole man, you know, well, the baby, but like, what if he was like pissed off at her trying to cook? You know what I'm saying? You don't know what the fuck happened in that house, bro. You know Yo. what I mean? Like, like it could be various reasons, but he went back and was like, look, I still take care of my kids, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah. he's still showing that he is responsible in the moment. So I personally think it was something that she did to trigger him to say, hold up, I don't know if I can mess with this woman like this right here. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. take care of my kids. But, uh... This lady, nah, and I, can, yeah. Can I say something, Tony? Sure, yeah. I want to acknowledge the fact. I honestly believe that you might have broken this case. I think it was the mac and cheese. Me too. I'm telling you, bro. I saw that mac and cheese. I'm like, who the fuck made that? <laughs> <laughs> what, what probably what probably happens? Like he didn't eat it right away, right? So at three o'clock, he ate it. He's like, yo, you know what? <laughs> you gotta go. <laughs> You trying to kill me with his macaroni and cheese. I'm you trying to tell you, man. Yo. The baby from Charlotte, he know good mac and cheese. Know what it is. Right. Damn, he know what it is. Yeah, I know he know what it is. So when he saw that, he was like, what the hell? This doesn't match. How she this beautiful? And the, the mac and cheese looked like that. Damn. The girl said that she cooked for him. Everybody just, that just went over everybody's heads, bro. The girl said she cooked for him. Look at all of the all of the videos, all of that stuff. She said she cooked for him, and he trying to kick me and my baby out. <laughs> That's it, cause your ass cooked, and he remember that dry ass damn Mac. Man, I did the same thing. You know what? Just go ahead and get the hell up out of here. <laughs> I called you Uber. Go ahead. Right. The Uber outside, man, and the damn lift. The Uber and the lift. You choose which one you want. Fuck. <laughs> I tell you, it man. Was, it was probably easy, Mac. No, <laughs> no, Justin, no, it wasn't. It was like noodles, like them, like them big old noodles, and like cheese, but like in different areas of the. It wasn't evenly dispersed. It looked like it was sliced cheese. It didn't. Mm, it didn't really God. look right. It didn't really look oh. right. It didn't look like right. American cheese slices. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, she got to go, man. I'm sorry, man. She got to Look, man, y'all need to look that picture up. Watch. That's going to that's gonna be to, the... I'm about, to pull, I'm about to go to IG right now. Let me see if she takes it down. 
Because that right there would have set me off too. Police, come get this. Come get this woman. <laughs> she can't cook and then she got a whole baby. Oh, what did the baby eat? The actual baby. Feel me? Yeah, but to get to get back on the on the topic, I want to move on to you know pretty much the Summer Walker situation, and I feel like the same things she we were saying. Of course, you took it down. Are you kidding me? <laughs> 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 nah, but let me let me continue. Let me continue. But basically, what I want to go on is to change the topic because you know they have another problem going on with Summer Walker and you know London. So I kind of want to get into that situation. And I feel like that's not a really good situation as well. It's because like in her album, she's basically bashing, you know, uh, what's his name? London on the track the whole time. And I feel like a lot of times these women don't take accountability, but like, hey, I might be the problem. So I want to take y'all back to a song called uh, Summer Walker, Something Real, right? She had this song with uh, Chris Brown and I'm about to play the intro. So, so, so I'm going to get y'all the timeline. This is right when she broke up with her last guy, and this is right when she started dating uh, London, right? So let me play this uh this little snippet. My last nigga was a bitch nigga. I need a nigga with six figures. So did y'all hear that? Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. so basically, she's bashing the last dude she was with before London, and now with London, she's bashing London. So it's something is up with her decision-making. You know, something is up with something she's doing because if she's picking two guys that's not worth anything, something is wrong with her. But I, I want to play another clip for y'all. I, I don't know if y'all fans of Cat Williams, but this is just going to pretty much talk about my point. Talking about niggas ain't shit. You need to get a handle on your motherfucking life and take some responsibility, bitch. What you mean to say is all the niggas you fuck with ain't shit. You need to figure out what it is about your pussy that keep attracting ancient niggas. <laughs> All right, but uh, yeah, uh, he was real with that. So, but but I'm just I'm just I didn't mean to get that, you know. But y- y'all know what I'm saying. But a lot of times it's like they blame the guys, but something's wrong with you that you're attracting guys that's not you know good. It's about accountability, bro. I'm trying mm-hmm. to tell you, like I mean. Mm-hmm. Y'all know me, man. Look, I could go on the deep end, but I try to avoid it. But it's episode nah, go 10. Hit them deep. Hit it's them deep. episode 10. I'm about to really take it to the whole Jupiter. All right? Like, here we go. Like, it's about accountability, man. There's men that take accountability all the fucking time. All the time, dog. Especially if they're consistent with what they know they have to do. For example, taking care of their kids. That is the number one priority, right? Making sure that they bring it bread home so that they can take care of their kids. They can take care of their main responsibilities, right? There's women out here that will not take accountability for their wrongs, but have high expectations of that man staying consistent with what she may feel enabled in feeling when it comes to, or maybe entitled in having. Like, that irreplaceable song is more so geared for the men than it is for the women. If you ask me, because if a man just says, hey, look, I'm going to just stop. I'm going to just stop doing this. I'm going I'm to just lay up on the couch and just couch surf all day. I don't really care. You can figure it out. What's going to happen then? You know what I'm saying? Is that woman still gonna be with that man? I don't know. She's gonna that's that's gonna be the trigger of her actually talking talking shit. True. 
True. I, I think uh, I feel like a lot of women in our day and age suffer from bad bitch syndrome. And what I mean by that is, like, I feel like that's what they feel is enough to be within a relationship. Like, you can come into a situation and you can want your partner to have a perfect credit score, make six figures, you know, drive a nice car, have assets and all of this stuff. The only thing you bring in is your your looks. You ain't bringing shit else to the table. And with that doesn't come with the growth for accountability. You're not trying to, you know, better that person and push them to be better. You want perfection. You know, you want the superficial. And even like with the Summer Walker situation and stuff like that, you should know, like, and I guess for even like men that are going into situations, if she's bashing her previous relationship <laughs> and she's not taking accountability for what might have led to, let's say, the, the dissolving of their relationship, bro, it's do y'all are doomed for the same fate. It, it's you can you can ride, it'll be fun, but once shit gets bad, like, come on, like let let's be real, let let's be real. It's I think that's across the board for like men and women, people who are like serial relationship people. Stop blaming the other part person. It's you. Like, if you've been in 10 situations, they can't none of them work. It's not the people. It's you. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like from every situation, you should learn. Like, you know, yep. a person a person that I was with, I learned from the situation. Even though she did dirty and all that stuff, I can't say, oh, she did this, she did that. Because that's not going to help me grow. I feel like at the end of the day, any relationship you're in is for a reason. And if it doesn't, like, end in marriage and all that happy stuff, it's for you to grow. And, like, from that situation... I was able to grow into, you know, who I am today, but a lot of people don't learn that. They just say like, oh, he wasn't ready. He this, he that. But you was in that situation for a reason to learn something about yourself to help you be better for the next person. And even just for yourself. Yeah. Can I, yeah, I want to, I want to ask this though. How do y'all feel about a lot of people? And I'm going to say people, men and women's like, like perception of relationships, because I think I've realized just like watching people, a lot of people have unrealistic expectations of what they expect in a relationship. Bro, I was just about to say that, man. Like, you're right. There's a lot of people out here that have these Disney fairy tale expectations or unrealistic expectations. And I can speak about this because I know that I've been, you know, talking junk about the girls macaroni and cheese and all that. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I went to therapy. You feel me? And I was I was told that my expectations was just through the roof, yo. It was just too high. So when it I can if 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 I went and got help and a therapist told me that my expectations is too high, what the hell you think is going on out here in these streets? You know what I'm saying? So I mean, people people see you know everything that's fabricated on social media and the tabloids and all that. And they want that, but realistically, it is impossible. It is impossible yeah. because you're not facing the realistic fact about who you are as a person. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Like, I want to, uh, you know, attract someone that matches my life right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but, hey. Nah, with, with that, I think a lot of it is social media. It's like these relationships and these relationship goals a lot of them times, the world had Summer Walker in London. They had the baby and Danny Lay. They have, right now, they got what's called Megan, Megan Thee Stallion and Party. 
You know what I'm saying? So it's like you look at the people's what? pictures, huh? Megan Stanley with party. Paul P- Partisan, Partisan Forte, I think his name oh, is. Oh my father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. It's, it's all good. I know you're not on social media. No, nah, but what I'm that. what I'm saying is that they put all these people as relationship goals because they see the trips, they see this, they see the bags, they see all of that, and they don't see you know the behind the scenes of what makes it a real relationship. Instagram is fake, you know. Like when, at one point at the beginning of the year, I think I went to like four different places in like four months. Somebody can outside looking in, like, yo, you got money, you got this. I'm like, bro, no. <laughs> I found cheap flights. I had, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I had, I had extra money saved up to go to um, Aruba. You know what I mean? So, like, outside looking in, oh, Jalon got it going on. Jalon got going this. But no, I'm just posting the, the highlights of my life. And that's the same thing with relationships. They're posting the highlights. They're not posting, they just finished fighting. You know what I'm saying? They're not posting, they cursed each other out. They kicked each other out of the house. They're not posting, they broke up for three days. You know? So, a lot of times it's just the social media makes people think that. Relationships are a fair, fairy tale, um, fairy tales. Yeah, and on, to piggyback that point, talking about relationship goals, I know at one point in time everybody wanted to be like uh, what Gabrielle Union and like Dwayne Wade. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's relationship goals. But Dwayne Wade had a break baby, <laughs> so even within what you see is that perfect relationship, there's some shit that went on that most women would not necessarily stay around for, but that's relationship goals. You look at like Jay-Z and Beyonce. Beyonce wrote a whole album, Lemonade, was about pretty much Jay fucking up, and then Jay came back with 444 and pretty much dropped a, like a response apology album acknowledging his fuck-ups. But a lot of people have Jay and B as their relationship goals. Relationship goals, to me, have always been the thing of, to both of y'all's point, is fool's goal because nobody leads with their shit and their problems. Even in social media, I acknowledge the fact that within this year, I've seen more people be more transparent about like their mental health struggles. Facts. But it's taken a long time for people to even acknowledge that. Like, yes, you people suffer from anxiety and depression, stuff like that. That's the real part of social media. But within relationships, we ain't got to that point to be like, you know, I think Will and Jada are like the only people that will candidly talk about their relationship. But at the end of the day, they still together. That's right. what a real relationship is. Shit ain't always pretty, but it works for them. And people be like, wow, that couldn't be for me. It motherfucker ain't your relationship. It's what works for them. Right. It ain't one size fit all. It's what works for them. That's real, man. Like, that's definitely real. People are scared to uh, make um, their own identification of their relationship. You know what I'm saying? Like, my relationship is never going to be like Will and Jada's. So this whole conversation about alpha and beta, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that shit varies, man, because there's a different variation of what makes a man an alpha man. There's different variations of what makes a, a man a beta man. There's no right or wrong because you always going to have a balanced scale. Like a beta man is going to have a a dominant type of woman i mean because that's who he attracts and vice versa for the alpha type of man he's going to have a submissive type of woman because that's who he attracts the problem is the lack thereof education and awareness Mm -hmm. of who you are you know what i'm saying like like i mean i don't want to like put old boy's name out but i was watching one of his lives and um, he said something about uh, um, 
not necessarily alpha men, but more so like men of value. Um, they have a way about their character that basically, in short, there's no fucks behind it. There's no limits behind the decisions that that type of man make. It's either you ride in the bus or you off, right? There's women that that love that. You know what I'm saying? They just love the idea of that, but they don't really know what the shit is. Like, yeah, that know it comes with a territory, right? It comes with a mindset, a territory, a damn kingdom. Everything is behind that mindset. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, yeah, that's that's cool. But we're gonna um switch switch gears a little bit. So now, like we talked about, like the relationships and them not working out. So let's move into what happens next. So now this is the part of the relationship where it's over. So I have a question for y'all. Are y'all more the man, baby, I want you back? Or y'all are the, like, I don't really care. I'm going to move on. Jamar, man, you trying to go in the bag tonight, bro. You going to have me Okay. Back. I'm trying to get me a woman, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say it's relationship specific, right? So I don't think after every situation, it depends on how it ends because every relationship is unique. Like I think it's, I think every, every guy, at least I've been on both sides of the spectrum, probably within the same relationship, right? Cause let's be real. We got them relationships where you break up like 15 times before it's really done. You know, like yeah, yeah. it's break number one. And then it's like, well, uh. <laughs> Oh, we ain't done, done. It's like you know, it's kind of like ah, we it's you kind of together, but you kind of on a break. But you know, and then there's like the final straw when you realize that all right, we just gotta move on. So I'm a person, back. you know, facts. <laughs> I'm a person when I'm done, like I'm done. I'm not moving yeah. back. But I think everybody has you know back stepped a little bit. You feel me? Like you know, you broke up, and you know you you lonely, and she lonely. And then she hit your line, like, you know, what you doing? And it's like, well, shit, nothing. You feel me? And then, like, you know, somehow or another, y'all end up in the same place at the same time. And then the next day is kind of like, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, it, it, it happens. So I feel like my, my response is it depends on the situation and the person. Because once you've experienced enough level of, like, toxicity and shit like that, most people get to a point where they're fed up, but this is also, this is what I will say. People should intervene in other people's relationship because I know from like just intervening and watching people kind of help out, people will go through like some drag out fights and shit like that and get back together the next day like ain't shit happen. So stay out of other people's relationships. That's my PSA. Facts. I mean, yo, like <laughs> you want me to go? I can go. No, no, no. I can go. Okay. It's just, hey, man, you know, this is uh, triggering, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you need a second, man, we can, we can press the pause button. No, it's that all is healthy. <laughs> this is a part of life. And some other guy needs to hear this shit. All right. So I love here it. Here you go, it. man. Um, the type of man that I am, uh, for the lady listeners out there, uh, I actually have a big heart. I'm very nurturing. In a relationship with me, you will feel great but if 
there's some something that we just don't see eye to eye with and we communicated and we are trying to understand it and there's still no understanding and we are hitting that cycle for the about 53rd time um yeah it's time to walk away and there ain't no 54th time but but i mean as far as in terms of the conversation, no one actually took a step. We always had a conversation. That's the first big ass red flag of how big my damn heart is anyway. Cause I'll, I'll talk to death and I want her to hear what the hell is going on. And I want to hear what she got going on too, because at the end of the day, we're in a relationship. I'm giving the exclusiveness of what would happen behind closed doors. Let's talk about this shit before anybody make any irrational moves or in some cases in my case rational because <laughs> we had all those justifying talks you know what i'm saying to account to that one moment but it's just my luck those moments man i will leave and i won't look back at all it's the hardest thing but my thing is like sometimes you have to do that i'm one of those men that will just I would I would try to talk, get some type of damn understanding. That's basically what I'm saying. I would try to get some understanding. If I don't have any understanding and you don't want me to understand and you're combative, you can see the door. And or I can see the door. I don't mind. You just don't worry about me hitting you up. I'm not one of those, hey stranger, hey big head. <laughs> That's not me. I'm not that man. My thing is, if me and you stop talking, we stop talking. That's just what it is. That's it. So, hey, but <laughs> I'm not like any other man. You know, I'm only me. So I can only speak for myself. Okay. And for, for me, I haven't been in no long-term relationship, but like the short-term stuff I've had, I feel like my mindset is, um, I don't know if y'all heard the song Young Blue, You're Still Mine. You ever heard that song? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. The one with Drake. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that, that that's kind of my mindset. If we like, if we end it. I'm like, all right, let's a couple more days, call it back. Everything be back to normal. So I've never say it's over in my head until like it's over, and then when it's over, that's what I get to like my my cry bag. You know, <laughs> you can't be at, bro. Hey man, that's, that's when I get into my uh my, my give yawn. I give y'all bad. You don't give y'all the anniversary. You feel me? All that stuff, man. <laughs> like, like, like I want you because you gotta act like even though you over here crying, you gotta act like you really don't want her. You know, because I'm not gonna like once I call her, she don't answer the phone. It's a wrap because I'm not gonna be like I can be hey big head stranger. I'm not calling you back because I know you don't want me. But I'm be over here crying. I'm be like acting like I don't want you still, even though I want you. I'm sorry, Bro, man. You, you got it. You got it. You got to close. We got to. You got to get more savage out here, cause kind of like Tony back in the day. You know when I was really out here, pre-married life. When when I closed the door, it was closed. Like I'm not the person to ever venture back. Like I also too. Like this is the thing. I feel like when you know your worth and the value you bring to the table, if a person can't recognize that, it's their loss. And that's for anybody. You know, male, female, woman or man, like that is you got to know what you bring to the table and stuff like that because if you don't want it, shit, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, I ain't about like, to beg you. No, I, I feel I feel that, but I think my mindset on that is different. My mindset is like I know my value, and I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> like, are you sure you want to go back into the streets? Like, that's kind of my mindset. No, no, you can't say these hoes, bro. Like, listen, this <laughs> if you if you are a Rolls Royce, tell them. 
And the owner is like, well, I don't know if, you know, this. I can really pay this price. Oh, okay, cool. You don't, you can't recognize value. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can't recognize. Yeah. It's like buying, getting Bitcoin at $30,000, right? If somebody's, I will sell you some Bitcoin, which uh, right now it's at $60,000. i am going to sell you for half this price. If somebody's like, I don't see the value. Hey, you stupid. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sell to somebody else. else to see the value. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's that simple. You can't force people to see value in something. Fantastic. Yeah, nah. That's a fantastic analogy, man. People need to hear it stuff is. like that because it's real. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, when it do you do you see yourself of value? That's the main question. As a man, if you if you yeah. see yourself of value, then it would be easy for you to say, Well, I don't need you. I really don't. Yeah. And and it's and it's not that men don't need women, because at the end of the day, man. Everybody needs to be loved, bro. Be lonely nights, bro. <laughs> right. Like, I'm not going to shy away from that point. I don't know what the hell this whole thing about the man and spirit is talking about, man. Everybody need love, yo. But yeah. if you really want to go into it, we really don't as men. We don't. All we need to do is just make sure that we know how to survive out here in these streets, really. Yeah. We need to actually practice more of supporting each other so that we can build each other up and be more generous as each person is of value. If you need help, boom, no problem. We can slide you 60K. Boom, no yeah. problem. Okay, when yeah. I need help, I need that double. Boom, no problem. All right, so when I get that triple, I'll give you that back. Boom, no problem. Like, like we need to start talking like that because at the end of the day, bro, Women are doing what they are uh, here to do on this earth, and that is reproduce. Whether we see it, whether they like it, whether they want rights to, we all are designed of doing what we have to do. You know what I'm saying? Men are out here to make sure that they have a stable environment for their families or for their future families. That they can survive. You good, bro? But hey, I will. I will go into a tangent when it comes to this shit, bro. This is real, for real. Now, so we're gonna go into that point where you was talking about some reproducing, right? So, that's pretty much what all of the situations we were talking about kind of went around. You know, reproducing. So, uh, um, topic. Dang, where's the? I sent y'all. Y'all had that thing I sent y'all. Uh, let me see if I can pull up. You talking about the little tweet that you pulled that you yeah, said? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So yeah, yeah, I got it right here. So this is um, it's a tweet that Delon sent us. Um, and I don't know. Well, here it goes. It said having a baby with the wrong person got to be, uh, top two biggest mistakes you can make in your life. Um, and the response to it was, I think it's more so not choosing to be sexually disciplined. Or practice safe sex, uh, maybe the root. Uh, bringing a life into this world is beautiful. It's just the timing uh, due to what's on our minds consumed with that leads up to the decision to shoot the club up. Yeah. And with, with, with that, I feel like, I gotta read that again, bro. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like with that, a lot of times, like you would lay down with anybody, you know, like especially being on these uh, these websites, girls are like, Oh, I'm just looking for friends with benefits. I'm like, whoa. Like a beautiful woman is like, I'm looking for that. And then another girl is like, she asked me, what did I want? And I'm like, oh, I want a relationship. I want to find somebody special. And she's like, ah, oh, you seem like a cool guy, but I'm just in town for the weekend. I'm like, whoa. So a lot of times, like, let's say I do lay with one of these women, right? 
and end up getting them pregnant. Now what happens then? You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times they blame the guy for, you know, the pregnancy, but, but a lot of these women, they don't want to use the condom either. They're like, oh, don't use the condom. And now you have a baby. And now what happens with that? So I think that goes back to knowing your value. Cause like, I'm cool. I'm not going to like act like back in the day I wasn't for a casual relationship. I'm smart. Like I'm not going to put myself in a situation to get out here caught up. Like, bro, <laughs> I got to protect my assets and kind of the Tony point earlier. Like I'm a very future forward thinking person. I'm trying to build my legacy and my empire. You know, I, I'm trying to create generational wealth. I want to be able to pass down not only to my daughters, but my daughter's daughters, you know, on and so forth. So I'm not going to put myself in a situation to be caught up. But to this point, this makes me think about like within our culture, how women view the baby and child support as like a come up. And that's always been a thing that I've like been repulsed by. You'll hear women that find athletes kind of like what the Brittany Weiner and PJ Washington, where, you know, they get with somebody, an athlete. And these, let's be honest, these are still young men. They 19, 20, 22, they're young with millions of dollars. And these are very beautiful women that only want them because they have millions of dollars and then they get put on child support and now they're making millions of dollars a year just for literally fucking an athlete that's their come up so i think it's a it's a it's one of those cultural things for women to come up that way but the casual piece it's cool if you if you if you smart. You got to have the discipline not to shoot that club up. You know, pull out with a condom on. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> In short, like uh... <laughs> pull out with a condom on, like prevent it, then flush that hole. <laughs> Yo, I mean, I'm gonna try to keep this short and sweet, bro. Like uh, this point is true. There are women out here that are looking for the come up. They may never tell you. They will never. They will. They will never. And um, if you really want to get factual, it it is true. It's not even about the motive anymore. Like family, family just put me on to this. Really, I mean, I knew about the motive, but like there is facts that can um, justify how a baby could be beneficial for a woman that is that or that could be struggling financially family put me on to this so it is it's it's imperative for men to really be careful of who they shoot up the club with mm-hmm. it's cool to have a pretty face for the night but you mm-hmm. don't know if that's a made up face or if that's really you know Thanks. you know what i'm saying like that's one and then two you don't know what type of personality this person is, man. She may be a vindictive person. She might be able to take away from you. Like, I got a quick story. In short, bro, the girl garnished all of my wages. Whoa, 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 whoa. All what? of my wages. <laughs> if you think of an art and me saying all of my wages painted on that art... That was what she took. She took the whole oh. damn arc, okay? And it was Christmas. Look, oh. hey, y'all, I'm speaking for everybody out there. This is real. 
please be careful not only with Sheesh. who you shoot up the club with, but who you get in a relationship with. It's mm-hmm. real out here. You really got to protect your neck. Wu-Tang wasn't playing when they said that. They weren't talking about your actual neck. It was talking about your dick. Protect that shit. <laughs> protect yeah. it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like it's real. The people will t- people will steal your seed. That that woman will steal your your manhood, your juice, your power, your engine oil. Will steal that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I know I'm being very metaphorical, but this is this is real life. So hey, and if you don't believe me, look it up. It is true. And I'm just gonna just I'm, I'm going to go ahead and go to sleep because I just said everything I didn't say. <laughs> but nah. No, no, that's, yeah. no that's, definitely a, that's definitely a good point because, like, I had a um, you know, a young lady that I was, you know, talking to. Basically, we were having a conversation on, you know, like, having sex raw. Like, what would happen if, like, I was, able to, get, I was to get her pregnant, right? So we had a conversation, like, just, like, jokingly, but we was talking about, like, children. You're like, would she keep the child? Would she not keep the child? And I'm talking about like, you know what? I don't know about abortion because I don't really, you know, especially you think about your child. It's kind of crazy to think about that. But then we went to the conversation of like having the child, right? So let's say we have the child, how I want the child to be growing up, how she wants the child to be growing up. We were like battling that on that conversation right there. So it's like, you think about, you know, just the raw sex and the feeling good. But when you think about having the child, the conversation, like we were super cool together. But the minute we started talking about the child, Everything was different. And I, I think people don't think about that when they just have raw sex. They just say, oh, it feels good. I like this person. But to raise a child, they might grow up totally different. They might want to do it this way. You want to do it this way. And now y'all have a child together and it's not going to work because y'all didn't have that conversation. Y'all were just thinking about having raw sex. Oh, no, that's 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 absolute facts. But I think that's a, like we put too much emphasis culturally. And I'm saying like the music of instant gratification in the feeling. Like when you are getting into relationships, I feel like talking about how you want to raise your kids should be a very, very upfront conversation within that first period. Because why waste six months of time and really start liking somebody and realize y'all have two different vantage points on childhood and how you want to raise them. Especially speaking from the fact that I have daughters, like parenthood is something that's very, very something you should take serious. Like you are responsible for the mental, physical, spiritual, emotional development of two other people. So if you fucked up, you just going to create little fucked up people. Bro, a wise man told me that a baby is created from um, the man's sperm and a woman's mind. Mm. So like there's a lot of corrupted minded women that feel entitled that that do not know how to take accountability. And those are the same women that are having babies out here, bro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So like, yeah. like where are, where are the women that know how to take accountability that, do, that does not have a corrupted mind They're They're in tune with their own femininity. You know what I'm saying? They just know yeah. who they are. You know what I mean? We don't, we don't really see that on the, uh, on the social medias and all that shit because we're so fabricated by sexuality. It's crazy. Yeah, those women don't. Uh, they're. I feel like those women are on social media, but people tend to look by, past them because they're not the one that are flaunting their, you know, 
their body and different stuff like that. And I'm going to say every chick who flaunt their body is like that, but it's what what gets the clicks are, you know, <laughs> the sexiness. You know what, though? That actually brings up a great question. And I'm on, the, I'm on the fly when it comes to this, but like, how can we speculate femininity on social media? And how can we speculate masculinity? on social media. It's always the materialistic things or the sexualization of something to make someone eye twitch be like, oh shit, <laughs> look at that. Damn, she got a fat ass. Whoa, I'm gonna make that my wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, or from the woman's perspective, the women can only imagine, you know what I'm saying? So like, it goes both ways. But my question is, how can we speculate what makes a man a man? And what makes a woman a woman from pictures? You talking about you can't, you can't, exactly. Because because I've met a girl. I was going to Houston. I met her on the plane. We literally sat next to each other, talked the entire ride. Let's say it was like let's say two hours and change, right? Talked the entire ride. I'm like, okay, she's like a cool girl, right? I couldn't see her face because we was on the plane, but I thought she was a cool girl. So I asked for Instagram and all that stuff. And then like throughout the trip, we never linked up or nothing. But like I'm watching her story, and I'm like. This ain't the same person. Like the, the stuff that she was posting compared to like what I was we was talking about, she seemed like she was cool. On her social media, the girl is crazy. So you really can't you can't really judge from social media because they're gonna post what they want to post. They're gonna post pictures. They're gonna post even the girls that you post all of like super cool quotes. That don't mean nothing because their mind could be solely different. But they might want to put in a persona like I'm holier than whatever. But in real life, they out here, you know, doing everything. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. I think that goes both ways. Like, at the end of the day, social media is about people creating whatever brand they want to create. So you got 100 pictures, and, you know, you you make shorts and reels, but you got to live that life outside of that. That's why, like, you know, I'm not a person that really gets on social media a lot. If it is, it's for business-related stuff because people are fake. Like, you know, I've seen it for people, like, you know, especially – in my line of work, um, like in manufacturing, I work in management and stuff like that, that they create this image of, you know, how much they make and, you know, all like how pretty they are. And it's like you make $12 an hour and you pay in $600 a week for a car. You stay home with your mama, but your social media makes it seem like, you know, you're really out here. <laughs> Why are you struggling financially to keep up with the Joneses? Nobody cares. Nobody really does. People say they do, but like at the end of the day, they going home and your problems, nobody really cares about. Facts. That's why my social media stays lame as hell, man. <laughs> and I've always wanted it that way. When I started social media, I always kept it lame for a reason, man. I mean, like, it's because of this. Like, I want someone to meet me in person and be like, damn, Tone, you a cool ass dude, bro. Wow. And then when they follow me on social media, they're like, man, Tone, you don't really, you don't really post. I don't need to fucking post. My life is my damn Instagram. Yeah. You can talk to Facts. me now. You could, you could have a conversation with me. I know you now. You know let, what I'm saying? Let me ask y'all a question on that. Do you think that's because of our age and the fact that we've seen social media like develop over a period of time, right? So like for us, for an example, like when we were in college. Social media wasn't really a thing like that. So we had our experiences that were totally 
dissing of social media. We weren't trying to post on Snap or IG or Facebook. We just lived in the moment. So do you feel like that is what really affects kind of how we view the, you know, our perception on social media? It definitely does. Yes. It definitely does. Because you think about, I think about now, right? Let's say, let's say we was in college right now. We went to a party. How many videos and clips we have posted on Instagram? A lot. You now. Back then, we didn't post any. You know what I'm saying? We go out to all these parties and we never post a picture. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, back then, you just enjoying the moment. Now you're doing that to show people, hey, I'm out here in these streets having fun. Even though you're having a terrible time, it's the worst night ever, facts, but you're posting facts. it like you're having a ball. Facts. They pull the camera out, everybody, hey! It's exactly. Like, it's only and two these, people in here. Yo. And these videos, you're never going to look back at again. I've never looked at a video of me posting in the club or at a concert. I never went back to say, oh, this is cool. I went to Dreamville. I recorded Dreamville. Every time I see the clips on my phone, I'm like, why did I even record this? Because you're never going to look back at it. Man, you know what? I never, hold on. I think I took one picture at Dreamville, but my most finest memory at Dreamville that I never took a picture of was them damn muddy shoes that I had to throw out because I couldn't. They were yeah. they were done. I had to throw those muddy shoes out, and I was drunk on the damn Don Julio. I had a great time. It was my memory. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't need to post that on IG. So, yeah, I feel it. Yeah. I feel like my favorite memory from that is when uh, J.I.D. came out. And he uh, came in the crowd. And he pretty much jumping up and down. Pretty much made a mosh pit. They made a mosh pit right in the middle See? of the mud, jumping up. And you can't record that. Can never. It's nothing. You can't record that and show everybody how much fun that was. I never heard of JID before that day. I became a fan just what? because of that. I did what? it. I did it was for your eyes saying, only, dog. Shout but out I'm to saying he Jay gave Cole. me an, he gave me an experience that I would never forget. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like people don't want to experience it. They just want to share it like they're having a great time, but not really have the great time. Oh, I think the at the end of the day, this current culture now is built off perception. So you have people who are like what you would call like brand ambassadors and stuff like that. And it's built off of a perception of fitness and how they live a lifestyle and stuff like that. So people want to kind of be fake and phony, you know? Yeah. Like and that and that's that's the same that's the same thing. I'm sorry for cutting you off, but that's the same thing where like relationship wise. Like a woman is gonna go after a guy with with the blue check over a guy that Probably has more money than him, but has like a thousand followers. You see what I'm saying? But they, they can see the blue check. They see all the other girls flocking to him. They think that's the guy to be with when a guy probably has, let's say, 3,000 followers or not even, probably let's say he has a hundred followers, but he's more, he, he's better for her than, than the guy with, you know, all that flashy stuff. Yeah. Fabrication, man. It's real. Like people are blinded, man. Like, Walking out here, it's straight up smoking mirrors, bro. Like, it's weird walking in a bunch of fog. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think right now you – go ahead, bro. No, no, go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 I was just saying I think right now what I'm starting to notice is you have two different consciousness from people. You have the people who are, like, not in, like, the red pill, blue pill type shit, you know, who ain't even, like, caught off by all this extra social media stuff I was like how would feel we are we can see that it's all a facade and it's fake but then you got the other people that that's what they consume like they get caught up with all this stuff that you know they care about the blue check they haven't figured out who they are so they're validated by the likes okay all right so we're gonna take this back we're gonna start wrapping it up but we're gonna take it back to the music one more time 
And I just want y'all to think of your favorite relationship type of song. So think of it, if you're in love, you can think about that. You can think about your favorite breakup song. You can think of your favorite, just all overall toxic relationship song. But I'll let y'all think about it, but I'm going to go first. So my, my favorite one, or the one I was listening to for the podcast, is Usher, You Got It Bad. <laughs> and the reason why I did that, because I was looking at the video, and he's just like watching like he's he was him and chili right so he's looking at old pictures he's looking at like old videos replaying all these memories in his head and that's how i feel like after you be, spent time with somebody and then you realize it's over you replay all those memories of man i missed this i missed this i missed their jokes i missed you know super different like a lot of different things but i feel like that's a probably a song that pretty much displays what i go through after i've stopped dealing with a woman at every time bro <laughs> not not every time, but when it's like a length of time, yeah. But when it's a short period of time, like nah, I don't care. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> just making just making just making sure, bro. That's 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 an extreme song, you know. That's a very extreme song. Tony, what you got, dude? Y'all caught me in the thought. Like I was literally in the transition of. <laughs> okay, so. I'm one of those guys that I don't I don't reach back and be like, hey stranger and all that. Nah, that's not that's not me. So it it would only make sense that when I'm when I'm done with a woman, I um, automatically think of Trey Song's Unfortunate. <laughs> that song, right? That look, hey man, look, it is what it is. The door is closed. And now you with someone that treated you worse. And I wish you well. Damn. Um, but when I'm like like really on some like toxic uh city boy type manner. <laughs> hey man, look, hey, 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 sometimes man, look, you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. But future got this song that kind of didn't really go out there because it was toxic as hell. But real future fans understand what it is. Uh it's this song called No Love. Look it up. It's in the dark web. But he was talking about, <laughs> he was basically talking about his relationship with Sierra and like how that made him feel and how he made her feel. And then mm. after things just kind of disintegrated, right? It was like, shit, no love. No love at all. I'm not, I'm not loving at all, right? Yeah. But then I'm sitting back thinking like, man, what is a love song? that I would, Ooh. that I would have. And, and, and quite frankly, to be honest, man, like I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be real. Like, yeah, I've been in love. I've been in love to the point where I know what it feels like, but I've never lived in it consistently enough to hear a song and be like, damn, this is how I feel about you. And I think that I'm yearning for that the older I get. But ladies, if you hear me, uh, you know, follow my Instagram, that lame ass account at, at Tony sustains me. Cause that's exactly what I'll do. I'll do that. <laughs> at Tony sustains me. IG. I'll be there. I love it, bro. Oh, I love okay. it. All right, so I, I get to wrap this up as the as the as the married man, you know. Um, feel like the OG. So I ain't gonna get a toxic city boy song. I'm not gonna get that. But the 
the one song that pops into my head that kind of makes me, well, I'm going to give two songs. One is Daniel Caesar, Get You. Like, love that song. And I feel like that captures the feeling of, like, love in my head. Um, Just a very, very good feeling song. And then I'm going to take it back to Justin Timberlake until the end of time. Those are my two songs, but I'm also coming from a, a married perspective. But there are times within long-term relationships where you got to bring up some toxic shit, too. But it, it just don't last as long. And, you know, you got to make up and come back to it. So Ooh, they're my two songs. I, I got a song. I don't know if people would consider it toxic, but um, Justin Timberlake, Cry Me a River. It's like, you know, I, I forgot I forgot what he was talking about, but he's pretty much saying, I don't want you back and you could just cry because I'm not, I'm not trying to hear it. That's gently toxic. I feel like future toxic is like toxic. (laughs) Okay. You know, like I'm not toxic. toxic, Okay. Like gently toxic is like Usher. You don't have to call. Like yeah, yeah. gently toxic. Nah, you need like Brent Fires toxic, bro. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. You know, that's that's what you gotta. I'm not saying that you have to develop a toxic trait that's not what we saying but you gotta have some toxic songs because when you're done and you put that on that makes you want to close that door Facts. you feel me i know that i've been speaking a lot this show but i just want to let everybody know that justin is right you don't have to create a toxic trait about yourself it's about putting ice in your veins every man mm-hmm. have to do it whether he want to do yep. it or not Put some fucking ice in your veins. Use your balls and make the right choice. It's just that simple. Like Facts. that's it. Everything. I, I will appreciate flow. that. Thanks, Facts. Tony. I feel like you was talking to me. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> hey, you know, if you if you gotta you gotta take the advice, that's fine. But you gotta develop that mamba mentality, bro. Like Facts. when you're done, you're done. And I ain't going to lie to you, and this has just been my experiences. So it's a generalization of my past. Women hate when you ignore them. So when you're done with the person and then you close the door, they're more reacting to actually come back around and kind of be like, why didn't you come back and say anything? You can't be the one that's like, you know, seeming. Yeah, run it back. No, 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 no. We don't run back here. We run forward. <laughs> you yeah. don't chase nothing but money. You feel me? Oh. Yeah, facts. Uh, once that door closes, closed. If she want to climb over the fence to get there, that's what we do. You you a high-value person. You feel me, bro? Yeah, I feel you. You know, you a Rolls Royce, Chief. Remember that. Facts. Rolls Royce. Yeah. You ain't a Honda Civic. <laughs> Luxury. Luxury. <laughs> now, that makes sense. I, I appreciate y'all, man. I think this podcast is for me. Hey, bro. Hey, this, this is uh, this is free therapy, man. This yeah. podcast was for us, bro. Me and you. We go. We go. We get backlash out the wazoo, but whatever. Uh, y'all can cut that out if you want to. But... <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a I'm damn. Gonna put Get the episode. <laughs> nah, bro. We speak free. We speak candidly. This is all our opinions, and it is what it is. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. It's our our perspective. Big facts. Yeah. Big facts. With that, and we we ain't saying nothing crazy either, though. So no, I don't think so. But you know, 
with that, y'all want to move to wrapping it up, or y'all got any more takes? Nah, man, I feel like I, I said what I said. Yo, this said conversation can go on forever, bro. Like this, <laughs> this is a forever conversation. I think I said what I had to say, and uh, once again, <laughs> ladies, if uh, you want to follow a lame ass dude, but of value like literally tony sustains me tony sustains me <laughs> at ig all right all right then. yeah I, I i really love how tony put on like the real deep r&b voice you <laughs> feel me but go follow tony though you know facts you know <laughs> go follow tony and i guess with that being said this was episode 10 we talked 10 10 10 10 10 yeah we will be coming back to this because i feel like we only scratched the surface um with that being said if y'all like it Listen, hold on. If they get this far, I don't know if they're gonna get this far but if y'all you a lady and you want to come join the conversation hit us up please please (laughs) (laughs) i'm wrapping up justin (laughs) You sure you want to wrap it up now we good wrap it up all right this is episode 10 once again i'm justin i'm jalon and i'm tony out we out man peace man